Welcome back, everyone, to The Voice of Hope. Uh, tonight, I'm going to have an interview with Pastor Renee Woods. She was on uh, The Voice of Hope Facebook Live show, and uh, she has joined us, and she's going to be telling the story behind her book, uh, Yes, Jesus is the Only Way to Heaven. So I hope you enjoy this, be inspired, and be encouraged. So tonight... Our author is going to be, show you the book here, is Pastor Renee Woods. And Jesus is the only way to heaven. And that's her book. And uh, I have her with me tonight. And she's going to be telling us uh, why she wrote this book. I'd like to welcome some of our guests. Hey, son. Hey, Rob Smith. Thank you guys for joining and uh, others that join as we progress with the interview. Thank you. So welcome, Pastor Woods. How are you doing tonight? I am doing very good, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me on your show. God bless you. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. When I got your book and I read it, uh, I was so inspired. And um, I just really enjoyed you coming back on. Uh Pastor Woods has been on the show a few times and told her story. Um, for those of you out there uh, that are listening, um, Pastor Woods is going to tell you why she wrote the book. So um, what really inspired you to write the book? Hello? Can you, oh, can you tell us what? Yeah, really? kind of blanking out a little bit, but Okay. Um, I was saying, what really inspired you to write the book? Well, what inspired me to write Yes, Jesus is the Only Way is definitely it's, it was God, my born-again experience. Um, I re received in 1990, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And just having a, a cultivated relationship with God and daily seeking him and just wanting to learn more about him through his word. And um, I even went as far as going to Bible college. And part of my thesis was, you know, I had to bring up um, a topic and God birthed that. Believe it or not, when I was, when I was watching T.D. Jakes and Oprah Winfrey, T.D. Jakes was being interviewed by Oprah Winfrey, and she asked him, is Jesus the only way to heaven? And when she asked him if Jesus was the only way to heaven, and he answered, he believed what the Bible says. And God just put that in my spirit really deep, that we got to make sure we answer the question. And the question is, is yes. Too many people in this world are still confused. They're not sure about this 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 uh, uh, road to heaven, or how do we get there? Or who who's going to make the way out of no way for us? Or is there a heaven? Well, God said yes. Jesus is the only way. He's the only way that I made. So God put that so deep in my spirit that that I was able to write my thesis on that and. Then I just started on a journey, and it took me six years, six years to get to this point. But it's from a born-again relationship, a cultivated relationship, and just wanting to be 
close to the God and, and going to Bible school and just seeking God more. And it, it was first through really watching that interview. And that interview inspired me by the Holy Spirit to, to, to speak these words. Yes, Jesus is the only way to heaven. Let's just answer the question. Don't beat around the bush. That's what God put in my spirit. Don't beat around the bush. People need to know he's the only way. That's so true. I want to welcome a few of our guests that's joined. Uh, hi, Jerry Petito and Barbara uh, Parrish. Thank you guys for joining. And um, yes, uh, that question does need to be answered, you know. And can you tell people before you accepted Christ in your life, uh, the journey that you were on. Uh, I know you show some of the pictures in the book. Um, you'd battled addiction. Can you tell uh, some about that story? Yes. Um, yes, I did. I, I battled addiction. Uh, when I think my journey, have to go back to the that I was young. I did go to church and I knew, you know, a little bit about that. I believed in God. I, I went as my mom allowed us to go uh, with our neighbors. We went to church and I got baptized in the water and I believed in God. I didn't know there was more than just lip service. I believe in God. You have to have a born again experience. He has to come in and if he comes in, you'll know it. But at that time, I, I I just had the lip service. I went in the water and came up a wet devil. I, I went down, got wet, and came back up and grew up and did things that I shouldn't have been doing and and trying to fit in and peer pressure and going through things. People in my neighborhood back then, it was it was still we dealt with a lot of different things. We still dealt with prejudice. We dealt with um, even in the African American community, there was prejudice against our own kind. If you was uh, light skin, you was going to be picked on about you know by those of a darker persuasion. You know their color and. It was just so much growing up where you had to fight and you had to deal. So you just start living and, and then you, you do got to go back home and deal with things in, even in your own home. And in my home, there was, you know, my father was an alcoholic and everything. And we had, you know, some things going on. So that's no excuse for why you get on drugs because you knew the right way. I knew the right way. I, cause I was one always said, Ooh, I'm going to tell on my sister when she was getting ready to go out there and do something. Oh, don't do that. I'm telling mommy. Then all of a sudden you, you, you get older and someone offers you something like, well, give it a try. You try it. And then you start doing it and it becomes a habit. And then you keep on that road. You keep on that journey. And then you start doing other things. And, and, and people get tripped up. They wasn't born like that. You wasn't born to be an alcoholic or a drug addict. It was the path you chose. I chose it. And it almost took me out in a car accident where I, I ended up hanging out, leaving, you know, I was at, um, work and I left a job hanging out with some people. Choice, another choice, got in a car, car was split in half. I broke my neck, my hip, my leg in four places, a fractured pelvis and a broken arm. Was in a hospital. 
hospital for two and a half months. My choice to be on the wrong tracks almost took my life. But as I laid in the hospital bed for two and a half months, the church, the true church, those that were born again, those that didn't just come up out of the water, a wet devil, they believed in God. They prayed for me. A pastor used to sit out beside of my bed and pray. It was my mother's pastor. He wouldn't say nothing else. He didn't sit there and say, well, you, you need to get right with God. You're this, you're that. You did this. No, he didn't do any of that. He just prayed quietly. And I looked up and I'm like, who is this man sitting at my bed? And uh, he let me know he, who he was. Because <laughs> I had both screwed in my head and I'm sitting up there, laying there, and this man, all he's doing is praying. He wasn't praying loud, neither. He wasn't even speaking out. He was quietly praying for me. Woo! Jesus. And, and after that, there was even the lady that, the lady used to come in the hospital room. She was a housekeeper. And she used to pinch my toes to see if I was alive. And because I was laid up there, I couldn't move and cast on my legs. And these things screwed in my head, a halo. And, 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 I was a mess, but that's how my journey took me on that path, but then a recovery, I, I still, still had that desire to want to keep running and, and go because I, I didn't have spiritual insight. I still was in darkness until, until God used, he used my husband to tell me that I, I needed to get right with God. And that kind of opened, woke me up to, to start praying for myself and ask God to come into my heart. And I did that. And it is a lot more in the story and it's in the book also. But after that, I confessed with my mouth. I believed in my heart and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I invited him in. I turned away from Satan. Ooh, glory to God. And the story is now I'm born again, washed by the blood of Jesus. I'm saved. Amen. And I tell, I'll tell it everywhere I go that heaven is now my home. Amen. You know, as Pastor Wiz was telling this story, uh, we've talked privately and, you know, she's told me details. And when I first got her book, uh, I thought I loved that she put pictures in here because she's telling you guys that she was in a, a car accident. It could have killed her. And uh, she's telling you that she was in a halo. I'm going to show you a picture of it. Here's the halo that she was in. And you broke your neck, right? Yes. Uh huh. And that's why she had to yes. be in this halo. How long was you in this halo? Well, I, I was in the halo for about almost three months. Wow. And then this picture here, she's telling you, this is the picture of you in bed. Uh, is that after yeah. the three months and you were? Yeah, no, that's before they put the halo on. I had to go back in and get that put on. That was before. Mm -hmm. uh, the cast, I see the cast on both of your legs. Did you break both of your legs? Yeah. Did you? I broke the, um, the right leg in four places. The other leg just has, I think it's just a stalking on that. I broke, broke uh, my leg in four places, my right leg. My knees was fused. I broke the tibula and, yeah, also broke my hip. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. So how long did, um, here was the crash. You, it looks like you were at an intersection. Did a car hit you like, uh, to the side? Is that what happened at the intersection? Well, I don't remember any of that. Oh, you don't I remember that? I lost my memory. Oh, I, all I remember is waking up in the hospital and them cutting off my clothes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I only know what the people told me, that the person that was in the car told me. So the picture that says total wreck, is that how the car was smashed into pieces? Yeah, the car was smashed. It was ripped open. If you look on page uh, 96, there's a, um, I almost miss heaven. It, 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 the two is a little dark because these pictures are going back to 1988. So they're old. And you can kind of see it was right by the train track. And I have to let you know that on each side, guess what's on each side? I'm saying guess what, but you're not going to be able to guess it. So I'll tell you. It's a cemetery. Wow. Cemetery on both sides, yeah. And the car was, it's a white car, you see, split in half. That's two, that's one car. That's the car I was in. Oh, The wow. one on the road um, was the car that hit us. And the, and the one that is sitting at the corner there is one car, but it's, it's split in half. Wow. But it is a cemetery, right, across the street. Well, I can kind of sides was the cemetery. I can kind of see on one side where the cemetery was to the right here. I didn't realize that uh -huh. part of it until you told me this. Uh, yeah. uh, we have more guests that's joined. Thank you, Steve Soskin, for joining. Hi, Victoria Raber. And she said she's so glad you survived. God bless you. And, oh, thank you, thank you. Me too. <laughs> yes, me too. And thank you, Jerry, for sharing. Thank you. You were also on, I want to give Jerry Petito a shout out. Jerry Petito, you were on her show telling your story also, right? Yes. Hi, Jerry. Uh, and uh, Steve Salskin, he has a great station here too, Remember Them Radio. Jerry's on that. I love Remember Them Radio. And, um, as I was reading your book, I noticed uh, back here with the halo, uh, it's a, a purpose-filled life, Romans 8 and 2. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Now, when you had the accident and you were in this halo here, and you said you woke up to the pastor, and uh, did you really feel like you had a purpose then? Well, how long did it take you to after you come out of this recovery uh, to surrender your life to God and realize he was the only way? Well, when I was laying up in that bed, I was couldn't wait to get out to go to the club. So there was no transformation at that particular time. Um, I was that's all I could think of. I'm going to get dye my hair blonde and go to the club and I'm going to change this, all the natural things that I was thinking of that I was going to do. I'm not going to do this anymore, but I'm going to change this. I want to look like this. It took me two years after the two years I accepted Jesus Christ because it was 1988 and I was born again in 1990. So two years after 
you know, being in the hospital, still trying, or still was trying to do drugs after I was even got the halo off. I still was trying to um, hang out. So it was two years after the near-death experience that uh, you decided finally to give your life to Christ? Yes. Well, like I said, and, and as I even speak in the book, God, um, at that particular time, my husband's mother had um, transitioned to heaven. She went home to be with the Lord. And matter of fact, she even visited me when I was in the hospital. She had cataracts. She was really not feeling good, but she made her way to the, to my hospital bed. And she even um, made her daughter braid my hair because I was concerned about my hair. <laughs> so, um, But after she passed away, my husband, who was born again, but he had backslid. And so... Right after that, he decided to rededicate his life back to the Lord, and he did. And so God used him to minister to me. Like I said, you know, I went to church when I was young, and as the Bible says that when one plants, one waters, but God gives the increase. Sometimes you don't understand that, okay, well, why that person knows the way, and why ain't they going in the right direction? Sometimes, you know, um, somebody needs, when one plants one seed, somebody got to pour some water on it, and so that it, it, it can um, stir up that, that, that ground a little bit, and and then someone else comes and waters, but God gives the increase, you know, so God used my husband and, and he put some more water on it, and then God gave the increase. Because he told me, he didn't just tell me, he told me that I was a devil's advocate. Yes, he did. And that, that I needed to get right with God. And I looked at him, and I was like, oh, this man, he's really got to go. But even though I felt that, deep down inside, I didn't want to be on drugs. I didn't want to stay in the state that I was in. See... People that are bound up into drugs or any kind of addiction, if you don't think you need deliverance, you ain't going to get delivered. You have to come to that point where you are done and, 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 and you're ready to give it up. You can, only, you can only have it all if you give it up. If you don't give it up, you will not have it all. So when he said, you're, you're a devil's advocate, I had to check myself. Well, yeah, I'm not. Things ain't right here. And he might have said it like that because I was hard. It was really, I was a, I was a tough cookie, okay? But God needed someone to come straight and, 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 and give it to me like it was. And it, it did something to me. I even went in the room and watched Highway to Heaven. And I sat there and cried and weeped. And I started to pray because he didn't just leave me and say, you're a devil's advocate. He said, um, one thing my mother always told me, if you want to be saved, pray. Lord, please save me. Come into my heart. And I didn't sit there and go and say it to everybody. I just, within myself, went in my room, and I just kept saying that within myself. And I decided to go to church with him and, and my daughter. And, and I went to church, and the preacher preached. And I heard uh, a good message about Sodom and Gomorrah. And that just woke me up the more because I, I was living um, a rough life like they were in those days. So the Lord um, saved me and delivered me.
some comments here. Some uh, people saying, I hear you on that, my son was saying. And I wanted to welcome <laughs> a, a few other of our guests. Uh, hi, Anna Maria Bowling. Thank you for joining. And uh, Anne Marie Kozar, thank you for joining. And Victoria Raybor. I gotta have you answer this question, Pastor Woods. I know the answer. Uh, but she says, uh, let's see here. Does she have the Holy Ghost? Answer that question, Pastor Woods. <laughs> oh, God. Hey. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, I have the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Bible tells us that. Woo. Woo. Hey. That we will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon us. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you get the package deal. You receive the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. But in the book of Acts, when we, you know the story about when Jesus was going up to be with the Father, he told them, the disciples, the apostles, to go to Jerusalem and stay there until you be endued with power from on high. And they received the power of the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues. Yes, I am spirit-filled by a baptized and speaking tongues. Oh, she does, and she is powerful, too. She's prayed with <laughs> me on a numerous occasions, and uh, she's powerful. Um, and Victoria says she is, too. She was uh, uh, water baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, too. And, uh, Amen. I love you too, Anne Marie. Uh, I, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. Uh, she's still thinking of you. I'm sure she is. And, uh, I was wanting to let everybody know, uh, we're going to give, if you join late, uh, we're going to do a book giveaway. So while we're still talking a little bit more with Pastor Woods, uh, how I'm going to do that is right here is the winning number. I have it wrote down on a piece of paper. I wrote it down before the show. So if you're interested in getting a signed copy of Pastor Woods' book, Yes, Jesus is the Only Way to Heaven, signed copy, uh, put in the comments a number between 1 and 50. And here, towards the end, we're going to um, give away her book. So, hi, Michelle Ferguson. Thank you for joining. Uh, I was telling everyone um, here at the end, towards the end of the interview, uh, Pastor Woods is going to give away a signed copy of her book, Yes, Jesus is the Only Way to Heaven. So, if you're interested in getting a copy, uh, I'm going to uh, pick a number between one and 50 and put it in the comments and at the end i'm going to tell you what the lucky number is and if you're the winner and we're going to get that book to you so um pastor woods so you have been um on the straight and narrow uh clean from your addiction a new person in christ for how many years now yes i was born again in 1990 <laughs> Not so, uh, 30 years. And that's what God delivered me from all drugs, alcohol, everything. I never touched anything once I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. 
Oh, wow. Wow. So 30 years. That is just amazing. If there's someone out, I wanted to show you a picture too. Um, she is a pastor and I wanted to show you guys this picture of her graduating. Uh, when was this picture taken of you graduating to become a pastor? Oh, this wasn't a picture of me being a pastor. This is when I received my doctorate degree. And um, a doctor, I'm a doctor of divinity degree in 2012. Oh, wow. So, uh, and as she is, uh, I've heard you on a couple of videos where you had uh, spoke. And uh, I can't wait till I can come to one of those conferences. You're going to, uh, in the future, you're going to uh, hold another conference, right? And yeah, I uh, do Holy Spirit Takeover gatherings. Mm -hmm. We call them gatherings. If there is someone out there and they're in the midst of their addiction and uh, they feel lost, they feel hopeless right now, uh, what is some advice you could give them that someone may have given you at the time you were battling your addiction that had turned you around. Uh, is there some advice you can give them or uh, some encouragement that might help them to turn their life around? Well, I, I encourage them to know for themselves that you don't have to stay in the state that you're in. You don't. You have a choice. And you can get up. It does feel hard sometimes because when, you, when you're when you in a state where you feel like you need a certain thing, um, it's because something is missing and you need something to be replaced. And it's never, you're never going to find it in drugs. You're never going to find it in alcohol. But because we keep going to it to try to heal that brokenness inside of us. And it's not over. God is standing right there at the door and he's, he, he's, he's knocking at your heart and he's saying, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden and a heavy burden, and he'll give you rest. I mean, there, there's many people that go to um, different places to get help, but this is, he's my answer. He's, he's the help that I needed at that time. You know, I didn't sit there and, um, yell it out to the world, I, within myself, I just cried out, Lord, can you please help me? And I, it, it, it's a knowing, too, that it's going to get better. It ain't going to stay like this, and you got to want it to get better. If you want it to get better, things will change. And you have to put that in yourself. That's one thing about me, I have to say. I wasn't going to settle for the state that I was in. I was not going to stay doing what I was, I knew change was a needed thing. And I went to, towards change. Anyone can do it. And you're not alone and you're loved. God loves you so much. Even though I might have not realized it was in God, but I knew that my life couldn't stay in the state that was it was in. Mm -mm. That's and then he revealed himself to me and let me know, 
he was my answer. So stay encouraged. Know that you're not alone. Know that God loves you. That's a great word. That's a great. That's what word. I would say. <laughs> and and she Amen. is living proof. You know, this many years later, that you know it can be done, and all things are possible if you just reach out to God and help you. And uh, thirty years later, what an amazing testimony! Uh, so what we're going to do right now is uh, I'm going to give the book away. And so if you're if you're interested in the book, make sure you got your number in the comments. And I'm going to tell you what the number is. And then you can inbox me your address. And Pastor Woods is going to send you a signed copy. So are you ready? Tonight's number is 19. You can't see it. It's backwards here. But it's number 19. So, if you're close to that or you chose 19, let me see here. Okay. Anne-Marie Koser, you won. You won the book. So, congratulations. Congratulations. You're going to get a signed copy of Pastor Renee Woods' book, Yes, Jesus is the Only Way. So, uh, inbox me your address. I think I actually may have it, but inbox me your address again, and uh, we will get her book to you. Now, those of you who would like to purchase her book, um, you know, I know a lot of us right now, we're in this quarantine, we're at home. Um, also, Mother's Day is coming up. This would be a great Mother's Day present. Um, Pastor Woods, can you tell people... Uh, the places that they can purchase your book? Okay. Um, the, the publisher of this book um, is iUniverse, and it is, um, the number is 1-800-288-4677. That's iUniverse, 1-800-288-4677. Okay, and just remember when you purchase the book, if you're buying a copy for yourself or oh, if you're buying a copy for someone else. Right now, you know, a lot of people are trying to avoid certain areas. If you don't want to go, uh, you know, to the post office, if you're purchasing it for someone else, you can always, when you order it, you can put the address in of the person that you want to send the book to because I have did that before. I just thought I'd let you know that. But um, it's a great book. It's very inspiring. And she goes to more in-depth in her book about her story. Um, she has words of encouragement. Uh, you even have a couple poems in here, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. She has a couple poems in here. Um, I think you'll really find a lot of encouragement through this book. It's not... It's not only for someone who has battled addiction, but has had many struggles in their lives. And you can see from where uh, Pastor Woods has come from and where she is today. And she could only have made that by the grace of God. So I really encourage you to pick up this book tonight. And congratulations again, Anne-Marie Kozar. 
uh, for, <laughs> for winning the book. Congratulations. And uh, Pastor Woods, is there anything else you would like to say tonight before we end the show? I just want to say thank you to you. And, and you have been such a support and an encouraging uh, sister in the Lord. And I love you. And I'm just so thankful that God is using you in a mighty way with the Voices of Hope and also the radio um, station that you, you do also. And just thank you again for having me on. I'm, I'm just so happy. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome, Pastor Woods. Thank you for being a guest tonight on The Voice of Hope. You bless me so much. And thank you guys all for joining tonight. Uh, and before um, we, uh, I have the closing words, uh, Pastor Woods, would you pray for others out there who may be going through a hard time? And um, I thank you, son. Um, if anyone wants to give their heart to God, you know, uh, maybe help them through that sinner's prayer. Could you pray a, a prayer with others out there tonight? Okay. Well, the Bible tells us that if we confess with our mouths the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, if we believe in our heart, confess with your mouth the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you will be saved. It's, it's that easy. Just give it up. To God, give everything to God. He's right there. He loves you. He loves each and every one. For God so loved the world. The Bible says that He gave His only begotten Son, and Him should not perish but have everlasting life. No one, can Lord, say, Lord, please save me. Come to heart. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. Wonderful, God. There's no one like you. You created the heavenly and you formed man in your own image. You loved us so much, oh God. Lord God, you sent your only begotten son when man had fell and made a mistake. And Lord God, they sinned continuously, but you made a way of escape through your son, Jesus. And Jesus came down. He came down through 42 generations. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And you allowed him to grow up and be the, the, the wonderful savior that he was, that he healed the brokenhearted. He set the captives free. Lord God, he opened up blind eyes and he unstuffed deaf ears. He did so many things. He went to the cross and he died and he arose for us. And now, God, those that cry out to you, those that say, Lord, please save me, come, come into my heart. You've made the way of escape for them that one day they will come into your presence. Lord, we all have to leave this earth we all have to leave this earth. But Father God, we know that there's only one way to you that's through your son. And Lord God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus for the people that are suffering in this pandemic, oh God. There are many that have lost loved ones, oh God, and we ask you to touch the bereaved today, God. I ask 
you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, to go to the hospital room and heal. Lord God, deliver and set free. We know that you're able, Father, because you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And Father God, as you comfort the hearts of those, oh God, that have lost loved ones, that have given your their life to you, we know the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with God. But Lord God, in this time, they need your hands, oh God, they need your arms around them, Lord, in the midst of their, their bereavement, Lord, you said, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. So Father God, I pray for America, I pray for every country, every city, Lord God, in the world, in the north, in the south, in the east, in the west, that Lord, you would move, God, in every home, that you would bring families together.
wherever you are out there, if no one has told you today, you are so loved. So whoever you're around, wherever you are, get out there and keep spreading that hope because you're a voice of hope to someone you're around out there. And they need your hope. They need your strength. They need your courage. And um, they're listening to you. Anne-Marie Bowling said, thank you, Pastor Woods, so much uh, for all your thank blessings. You. God and bless. She said, God bless. So uh, join me back here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. on The Voice of Hope. So God bless you all. Much love to you. See you here tomorrow night. Join us back. This is where hope happens. See you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Every day is feeling just like Sunday. Why you fly by my side? Green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams. Just like a barber, and I'm feeling like my ass. Heard him say, give him praise. For some of the water got you acting like this. In a day go by, I don't try to thank the Lord up above.
Mama.